Hey, 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 y'all. It's your host, Jasmine Haley of the Legacy Speaker Show. And for today's episode, we have Kristen Brabrant. <laughs> Close enough, girl. Who's counting? Keep well, going. This, this is going to be a great episode because I just totally butchered her last name. <laughs> I, used to be, I used to be a high school teacher. And my students couldn't pronounce my last name either. And so they called me Miss Ray-Ban. Um, okay. Yeah. So whatever you want, honestly. Uh, What's the proper pronunciation? Ray-Ban. Ray-Ban. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter how many years you've been speaking, educating, you're going to mess things up and keep it moving. Okay. Thank you so much. Listen, Kristen is an international women's business coach with 20 years of experience building businesses and helping women leaders earn more while we rest more. After watching her own mother work tirelessly just to make ends meet, she's obsessed with ensuring women leaders just like y'all are both rich and rested by positioning themselves in their zone of genius and remodeling their business using her 5D framework. Kristen's coaching and trainings have helped thousands of women accelerate to professional milestones like surpassing the million dollar mark and equally importantly, keep the laptop closed after bedtime, create a three-day work week and prioritize their own well-being first. I had to have her on the show. I'm super excited for this discussion. She's got some of the best stories. If you follow her on Instagram, welcome, Kristen. Jasmine, my dear, it's so good to be here with you. And thank you for, for that warm introduction that I wrote. I really appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to re-listen to this. That was funny. Um, and guess what? We're totally unedited. But this is great. This is great. Um, I am so happy that we connected. I love the work that you do. I think this is important for us to, to consider, you know, for many of us as business owners, we've gotten to this because we want more freedom. We yeah. want more joy, but we find that we're moving further and further away from that goal. So I How would quickly just, that freedom escapes us, right? Okay. <laughs> it's almost Girl, like you the, blink, you get your okay. first client and you blink and all of a sudden that freedom just goes scampering, skedaddling away. And you're like, what, what? yes. How do we get back yes. to that place where I was dreaming in my office chair, you know, at my mm -hmm. nine to five about that freedom? I, I yes. That. It's almost like the definition of insanity where you have a nine to five, but you take on a position that's like 15 hours a day. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is terrible. But you really are working 15 hours a day for, your, exactly. for yourself. Exactly. Right. So well, I'll stop there. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, yeah, no, you, you were going to ask a question. I want to hear your question. <laughs> Before I derail this entire interview, please. <laughs> I think this conversation is important because we're legacy driven, we're heart driven individuals that are listening. We want to get out there, make an impact through the vehicle of speaking, but we are completely thrown aback by the level of work it takes to build a business like the behind the scenes. So I would love to know, you know, you mentioned your mother and just seeing her working, just to hear from your own words, the why behind what you do and the shifts that you've seen when 
we start thinking about freedom and actually executing it in our business. Yeah. Yeah. The, the why for my work starts with mom. And, um, I, I think a lot of us women entrepreneurs are inspired by our mothers, you know, um, I watched my mom who was a full-time high school teacher and a part-time college professor. Uh, so in my family, everybody has a degree, right? That was the value system in my family on my mother's side was very much public education. So grandma was a, a teacher for 50 years. Aunt was a teacher for 45 years. My mom has been a teacher for 45 years, public educators all the way, right? But my dad lost his job and I have two older brothers. And I remember the night my mom sat us down at the dinner table and, you know, she was like kind of shaking and she let us know that she was going to start a candle business um, because my dad had lost his job and my two brothers were a couple years away from going to college. And not to throw my dad under the bus, but not only did he lose his job, he also invested uh, parts of my brother's college funds into a bad deal that went south. And so they were in a really tight space. And it was really important to my mom to uh, pay for our education. And I remember being really scared. I remember being really scared that I wasn't going to see my mom because my mom was already a full-time high school teacher. Then at night, she would go and alternating nights of the week, uh, teach college classes, the nighttime classes. And I remember my mom cried because when she told my grandmother, her mom, that she was starting a business, uh, my grandma said, what are you doing? You have a PhD. What are you doing starting a candle business? And you know, what my mom was doing was she put three kids through college with that candle business. Like my mom grew that candle business and paid for all of our college and allowed me to graduate without debt, which is one of the biggest blessings that I've ever been given in my life. Right. And yet uh, my mom worked her tail off. And I remember, you know, her friends would ask like, Krista, I just don't know how your mom does it. And like, they'd be in our backyard swirling around a big old glass of Chardonnay being like, I don't know how Diane does it. And I'm like, you know how Diane does it? Diane doesn't sleep. That's how Diane does it. You know, my mom would every night of the week, she would be working and then she would get up at 5 a.m. and she'd be putting in customer orders into the system, calling up customer service, fixing things, right? then grading papers, then she would scamper off to school, teach. On her lunch break, my mom would maybe drive to a dental hygienist office, do a candle party there, hustle back to school, keep teaching her classes, and then maybe she would do part of the carpool to get me to soccer practice. And then she'd go back and she would do candle parties or uh, teaching night classes. So my mom worked her butt off. She didn't rest. She never rested. And that really sent home a message to me that like, I'm not safe resting, right? The only way you're going to be financially safe is if you are constantly 
hustling. That's the only way to make it. Um, I think the dynamic between my parents too, of my mom being the one who really picked up the slack and like when the going got tough, her entrepreneurial spirit is the one that said like, I can find a way instead Mm -hmm. of crumbling under that financial pressure, you know? And she made me a really independent woman. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to rely on nobody, (laughs) no Mm -hmm. system to take care of me. Um, But I've had to unlearn a lot of stuff from my childhood too. And it plays a big part of my business. Like, yeah. How do you generate wealth and and revenue without working yourself into the ground, right? With rest as being a part of your revenue generation strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and doing it unapologetically is, yeah. it's a huge shift that I feel like is really challenging. And, and from what I'm hearing you say, there's a couple of things that kind of came up for me as the narrative that most of us deal and struggle with when it comes to looking at freedom and joy within a business structure. Like what does that look just in life in general and that permission for rest, that permission for ease. Like I never equated ease with actually building income in my business. And the reason why I'm focusing so heavily because this season we're talking a lot about finances. We're talking about rest. We're talking about the structure of the business is because we can't continue to do the impactful legacy driven work with both ends of the candle completely burnt out. We just, we we just, and we can't do it without the financial aspect. Right. Right. We've got to marry those two together. Right. Right. Your your mission is way too important to allow yourself to to burn out and become completely incapacitated and drop the mission, drop the work altogether, right? Your mission's too important. Your why is too important. My why being I want wealth and well-being for all women because I really believe that when women have more money, when women have more power and when women have more peace, everybody wins. So if I burn myself out, right, what gets sacrificed is my mission. So yeah, you can't do that. You can't do the candle at the both ends burning. And at the same time, money matters, right? It it takes money to create an impact. So then how do you marry the two? and in you know my my coaching and in my framework, the approach I take is first figuring out what somebody is the absolute best at. So this often gets called your zone of genius, and that term gets pulled from Gay Hendricks's book, The Big Leap. In case anybody geeks out on this and they want to learn more about it, The Big Leap. must read, must yep. read, yeah, and so the first step I take with any client is figuring out what is their zone of genius? Where do they create extraordinary results with ease? Like you were talking about Jasmine. And that's really important for avoiding the burnout. It's also really important for generating revenue and wealth. 
a lot of the times people will look at their zone of genius after we've clarified it, which I usually distill it down to like three skills or talents that are naturally occurring to them. And because they're so natural to somebody, to all of us, they're oftentimes the skills that you look at them and you say like, everybody's good at that. I don't, I don't really think that's my zone of genius because that's not that impressive because isn't everybody good at that? But you just think everybody's good at it because it's so easy and natural for you. But in reality, I can tell you, not everybody is good at that. Um, so we'll talk later about, you know, I've got a free resource to help people find their zone of genius, but that's one big step in creating that ease um, and wealth at the same time. Because when you position yourself in that, in your business, when you position your offers in a way that, that really leverages your zone of genius and you make your calendar the bulk of your time dedicated to operating in your zone of genius, whether it is preparing to operate in your zone of genius, performing in your zone of genius, or recovering, um, that is time best invested, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, other, other parts of my framework are the design phase. And in the design phase, it's kind of implementing the stuff I was just talking about. How do we rearrange your offers um, mm -hmm. in your business to fully leverage your zone of genius, make the biggest impact possible, but also be the most ease-filled, right? It shouldn't be draining you because, again, what's going to suffer but your impact? What's going to suffer but your mission and the people that you care about most the why you care about most. So I really look at with my clients, okay, how can we get your business strategy and your offer strategy positioning you in your genius zone, make them scalable so that you can grow without it being trading your time, which is limited for money and um, feel energizing and easy and exciting and enlivening. Just like yeah. that's where you feel when, you know, you're speaking and educating Jasmine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there, there's a need for us to get still enough and quiet enough to identify that. And what happens in the business world, we have a gazillion messages coming at us which is why I love the word that you use, which is recovery. Yeah. And yeah. when I built my sabbaticals into my business, I have noticed that when I have that space where there's, where I'm like fully present, I have nothing on my calendar. Yeah. Nothing is pulling on me except for my personal duties as a, as a mother and a wife that the creative juices are able to flow. I'm able to identify when things are aligned. I'm able to come up with new ideas if I need to come up with ideas that are truly inspired and they're completely aligned with the way that I want to show up. Yeah. So I love, I love what you shared because in order for us to build freedom into our business, we have to plan it. Yep. And we got to get clarity in order to implement, like you were mentioning. So I would love to, for you to just you know, share briefly with the, the audience, what are some of the results that you've seen when people have done that, done the work 
when they plan, when they have taken the time to build ease, because I want everyone to know it doesn't matter the business yeah. model that you have. It does not matter the industry that you're in. Every industry is specific on certain strategies that would work, but we're talking about the foundational principles of a sustainable business that gives you freedom and joy. Yeah. So I would love for you to kind of share some of those things that you've seen with your clients, totally, even with yourself to let others know what's the pos what's possible for them. We need examples, right? Like I think it's so easy to, everybody can be nodding their heads when you hear, I need to rest more. And everybody's like, amen, I need to rest more. You're right. But it's a whole nother thing that happens in your nervous system when you actually think about taking a whole Friday off. Mm -hmm. I mean, panic can go through your body, <laughs> right? Because a yeah. lot of us think that we have to constantly be working in order to be safe, in order to have enough. Because we watch parents constantly work in order to just get by, right? So yes. it's no, I, I get why that's in our nervous systems. Mm -hmm. um, but in order to rewrite the story, you need to plan, just like you said. So some of the things that I've seen with clients, um, one of my clients... Uh, she was kind of one of the people that we were describing in my bio where, um, she is a vice president of a wealth management firm, but she had an eight month old daughter when she found me. And when I met her, she was, um, attending an entrepreneur retreat that I was speaking at. And I remember her because her cell phone was pinging every 30 seconds, Jasmine of that wow. retreat. It was like, bing, bing. And every time wow. it happened, like I watched her body visibly clench up and uh, my cortisol levels started going up, right? Just being in that. And that was a glimpse at her life. But she was always on. She would work constantly the full day, only stopping in order to feed the baby, put her to sleep, and then she would open back up her laptop at night and work until about 10 to midnight. And on and on it went for a mom with a, with a baby girl, right? I mean, which is exhausting in and of itself. And then she put in all this effort into her business. And she wanted, her goal was that she wanted to increase her take-home income with me um, by $60,000, not just her revenue, but like what she paid herself by $60,000. And um, when we started, one of the biggest things that she struggled with was her time management and delegation. It was really hard for her to let go of control and believe or allow other people to take some of the work off of her plate and uh, feel like it was going to get done to the level of excellence that she would do it at. But we worked together um, over the course of two years. And within a year, she, a year or a year and a half, the big work that we did was on focusing her time and her business day in her zone of genius and creating a delegation plan where the stuff that's outside of her zone of genius would be delegated off to her team. Mm -hmm. And in their zone of genius, right? So that everybody's optimal, like, you know, working optimally. And we calendared in a vacation for her uh, at least once a quarter. So one vacation at least once a quarter, we put boundaries on her shutdown time. 
So mm-hmm. no more opening up the laptop at nine and working until midnight. We put a shutdown time, a clear shutdown time in place and a clear start time in place so that her body also could adapt and know like, oh, this is the time where we relax. This is the time where we get out of this, you know, mm-hmm. and we go for a walk with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she got more and more comfortable and started seeing that like her team had her back and she could delegate and she didn't have to control everything. Um, I started getting her taking longer vacations and her business that year surpassed 1 million in revenue. And she had her highest revenue producing months, (laughs) the months that she took the biggest breaks, Jasmine. So when she would take the most time off, which, I mean, that's not to say that all of us cannot work, Mm -hmm. but I just want to give that example of like in her month where she took the biggest break, we were able to put up systems so that she doesn't have to physically be there all the time for the business to be running. That's, that's what the whole goal is. And it takes time. It is not overnight. And Absolutely. If you with somebody who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, you can create those systems and you can then go and rejuvenate like you do with your sabbaticals. And then that's when the creativity restores. That's when your energy opens up and unlocks. That's when you become a better manager and people actually want to be around you and clients want to be around you because you're in such a high energy place, right? Yeah. And you feel yeah. good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um And I had another client who was an art gallery owner. My clients Mm -hmm. are all industry-wise, they're all over the place. Um, She's Mm -hmm. an art gallery owner in Santa Cruz, California. And she's a single mom. And she did a VIP day with me. So she didn't do the six months coaching. She did VIP day. So that's like an intensive one day. We do your business strategy for the next 12 months. She implemented that strategy. And within the first month, her revenue um, increased by 10K from the last time it was where at the same time the year prior. Mm-hmm. And then the next month I had her plan a vacation. So something that she was really scared to do is she felt like she always had to be present in the art gallery in order to make mm-hmm. sales because she got mm-hmm. that feedback from customers. They'd say, oh, I, I only want to come in when Nicole is in the gallery. I really like Nicole. So she felt like she could never leave the gallery. Um, And Mm -hmm. what we did is we trained up her team so that that wasn't the case. We moved, you know, some of her artwork online, created some different systems. She went on a three-week vacation with her son, three weeks, Mm -hmm. not in the gallery. She flew to Florida from California. She was offline and played with her son in Florida for three weeks. And that was the highest revenue producing month she's ever had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she brought in that. 30K that month, 30K mm-hmm. in a month that she wasn't working um, and taking mm-hmm. a vacation with her son. So, you know, those are just two examples, but I, I hope that they inspire people to know that like this stuff isn't so far off and it's not so far out there. I mean, Real people, even with brick and mortar businesses, do this. Yes. Yes, yes. And one of the things that kind of stands out, again, is the clarity, the planning 
Like yeah. we've got to create the structure for that and then give it time, stay consistent yeah. and give it time. So I just want to reemphasize again, everyone that Kristen was very generous in sharing this discover your genius workbook. And it's going to help you ask these five questions that is going to lead you to clarify and focus on yourself on what you naturally do best and to stop giving your energy and time to work that drains and distracts you. And so if you want to earn more revenue, if you want to build freedom into your business, this is a great resource to take advantage of. You're going to find that in the show notes. And you have to understand that if you show up consistently, take your time, right? Also take a break. Sometimes you can't work when you are empty. You need to get a little bit of space before you come to it. You're definitely going to see the results if you stay consistent with it and having accountability and help with someone just like Kristen can help you get there. So I I have one more question for you. This is the last question. And my question for you is what was the best business advice you've ever been given? Oh, that's such a good question. The best business advice I've ever been given was that Frank Sinatra did not move pianos. (laughs) This was by my mentor. So again, it's Frank Sinatra (laughs) did not move pianos. And he told me this bit of advice. And, and, you know, we got a smart audience here. They don't need me to explain it. But just in case anybody's like, what what is she talking about? What does this have to do with anything? (laughs) So what did Frank Sinatra do? Frank sang. Frank wasn't selling hot dogs at a show. Frank wasn't out there, you know, like hawking tickets out on the street to fill up the audience. And Frank did not move pianos. Frank prepared to sing. He performed. And then he recovered his voice afterwards. And that's what I aspire to do in my own business. That's how I aspire to invest my time. And I am not 100% there. I'm not. I'm still in some respects, selling hot dogs sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. but I know where I'm headed. And Mm -hmm. that's what I work on with my clients um, is putting them in the right direction where we're all Frank Sinatra's and we stay in our lane and we operate in our zone of genius. And so do our team members, right? So that we're all energized and feeling fulfilled and successful and rested and on fire and fulfilling our missions and impact. I love that. Oh, please tell the listeners where they can find you. Listeners, you can find me selling hot dogs. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me hawking hot dogs on Instagram at (laughs) Coaching um, on Instagram. And, And my website too is filled with good resources. So I have a blog on the website with helpful articles. Um, and you know, the freebie, the discover your genius workbook. Um, but also there's inspiring stories on my website, which is kristenbrabant.com. So if it was helpful for somebody to hear like, oh man, yeah, that story of those two clients that rested more and earned more, I have more of those stories on my website. If you, if that's something you aspire to do, but you feel like you need more examples of real women who have done it, who are also moms with all the responsibilities that come with that. Um, there's more examples on my website too. Um, yeah, lift your spirit. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Jasmine. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I love it. So, y'all, listen. Kristen Brabant. I got it right now. <laughs> Amazing. I absolutely love this interview. And as you already know, yes, we speak about speaking, right? And it's only a vehicle. It's a marketing tool for you to be able to continue to do the work that you do. But the back end of your business needs to be handled. It needs to be constructed in a way that allows you to serve in the legacy-driven work that you want to do, but at your full potential, right? And in a place where you feel the most joyful, where you are in your most flow state. So if you are in a place that you need to clarify where your zone of genius is, check out our show notes, follow Kristen, head to her website and our show notes will have the link to the gift that she has for each of the listeners. And I guarantee you that when you take the time to get clarity on that, design the plan, right? Get the accountability that you need when you're on the other side, it's going to be worth it. Trust me, it's going to be worth it. And that's exactly how I feel about the own sabbaticals in my own business. If you need any assistance with your speaking and training, continue to follow us here at the Legacy Speaker Show or check us out at Legacy Scaler. And if you were able to grab some gems during this conversation, I'm going to ask you to please leave us a review on your favorite podcast app because the work that we do here is so meaningful. We want to get more people listening to the content, listening to the amazing guests like we've had with Kristen so that we can continue to show up and make an impact. Until next time, I'll see you later.